0: Hey everyone, welcome to 41 Strong Podcast. My name is Chuck Tate. 41 Strong is a podcast that delivers encouraging scriptures and stories to help people like you hold on and stand strong. For more information about 41 Strong, 41 Will Come, yeah, I'm the 41 guy, you can go to 41willcome.com to learn more about my book called 41 Will Come, or you can go to my website chucketate.com. I also want to tell you about some brand new videos that um, I'm going to be producing via YouTube, and um, I've created about 41 videos called 41 Clicks, and I am kind of um, remodifying my entire YouTube channel and re-releasing these videos called 41 Clicks. They're all under one minute long, and it's just basically 41 seconds of hope, so you can subscribe to my channel by going to youtube.com/slash, Chuck E. Tate. So I would greatly appreciate it. Just go to youtube/slash Chuck E. Tate. There's a red subscribe button in the right corner. Just click on that. And I have a few different playlists. I have a sermon one. In fact, the subject that we're going to talk about today, I've already uploaded the entire sermon for those of you that want to dig deeper into this subject that we're going to be talking about. And, of course, um, I think there's 13 41-click videos, and they're fun. They all have a little music clip at the end of them. So I just want to thank you in advance for being willing to subscribe. And um, like I said, we just relaunched this, and we're already up to like 106 subscribers, so you can help out by doing that. And I also want to say this. If you have read my book, 41 Will Come, one of the ways that you can help me is by leaving an Amazon review. So if you haven't done that, um, really the goal is to get to triple digits, to get over 100. I think I have 97 or 98 reviews. So if you've read the book and you have not... Um, done an Amazon review for 41 Will Come, you can really help me out by, by, by doing that, especially as I am in the process of writing my proposal for book number two. And um, so if you want that, then one of the ways that you could help is to write a review, subscribe to my to my YouTube channel, sign up for my email list. All those things will will help uh, when it comes to getting book number two published. So a lot of good stuff. Uh, appreciate you. Thanks for taking the time to watch. Thanks for, for listening. Thanks for sharing all the all the above. So my prayer is that these next few moments will help you. And I just want you to know that as I share this today, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to me. I got to apply this as well. All right. So today is episode 130. Can you believe it? And we're going to talk about fixing our thoughts. In fact, I'm going to give you two ways to fix your thoughts, all right? So, here we go. Um, and if you want this in writing, if you wanna read this, I actually just published this morning a blog of the same title, Two Ways to Fix Your Thoughts. So You go to my website, chuckytate.com, e. click on blog and you can already read and know where, um, know where I'm going, all right? So, uh, quick question for you though, have you ever Googled voices in my head? You may not want to because you'll get a lot of stuff but I actually jotted down a couple of my favorites that I want to begin by sharing with you. Um, Three out of four voices in my head want to sleep. The other wants to know if penguins have knees. All right, how many times have you been laying in bed and next thing to know, it's three o'clock in the morning and you're watching penguin videos, right? Or cat videos, I don't know. Um, Somebody else said, I hate it when the voices in my head go silent because I never know what they're planning, right? Somebody said, I have a question. Can I get caller ID for the voices in my head? Just send them directly to voicemail. I don't even want to deal with them. Um, The reality is, there's a lot of voices out there bombarding our mind, and a lot of them aren't good. I mean, we are just hit from all different sides. We see so many ads throughout the day. In fact, you can just think about something, and that'll pop up on your screen, right? Um, I want to go straight to the Word of God, and we're going to find out what the Word says, and what the Apostle Paul says to help us fix our thoughts, all right? Philippians 4.8, he says, now, dear brothers and sisters, one f- final thing, all right? So he's, he's saying, I, I got I to gotta share this, and I want you to get it. I don't want you to miss it. What you may not know, the backstory to this is Paul's in prison, he's in jail, and he is encouraging the church of Philippi, a church that he planted. In fact, he says in Philippians 4.4, 4, right before he tells us to fix our thoughts on Jesus, he says this, rejoice in the Lord always, and again, I say rejoice. So if Paul can rejoice while chained to a wall, then we can rejoice in the midst of our circumstances this morning. So that's a bonus word for you right there, all right? So as he is sitting in this jail cell, he just gets done saying, rejoice in the Lord always. He says, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. He says, tell God what you need, and then you will have peace, all right, another way that we can have peace is to fix our mind on him because he goes on to say, now here's the deal. This is this, this is the one final thing. He says, fix your thoughts. We need to, to fix our thoughts. Sometimes we got broken down thoughts. Sometimes we allow our mind to wander and we begin to think and dwell upon things that we shouldn't. This is why the apostle Paul also says, to cast down every thought and every imagination that tries to exalt itself above the knowledge of the word and bring into captivity every thought. So he says, fix your thoughts on what is true. He says, fix your thoughts on what is noble or honorable, what is right, what is pure, what is lovely, what is admirable, anything that is excellent or worthy of praise. He says, think upon those things things. That's how we fixed our thoughts. We fixed our thoughts on things above, not below, all right? We fixed our thoughts on what is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy. Think upon those things, all right? So let's not think the worst. Let's not dwell on the negative. Colossians 3 verse 1, the apostle Paul says, since we have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Then he says this, think about, think about what? Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. All right? Paul understood the power and influence of one's thoughts on one's life. All right? What we allow to occupy our mind will eventually determine what we say. What we allow to occupy our mind will eventually determine what we do. So everything comes back to all right, controlling the space between our ears. That's where our largest battleground is at. I mean, when it comes to mental health, right? It's, it's all about fixing our thoughts. What are we thinking about? What are we dwelling on? How are we letting our mind wander? Paul says right here, think about things of heaven. We need to focus on the word, because what we allow to occupy in our mind, we're gonna eventually, we're gonna talk like that. We're gonna do some things. So we gotta come back to the word. Then he also says in Philippians 4, nine, not only do we need to fix our thoughts on what's above, but he says, keep putting into practice all that you have learned, all that you have received from me, it's the things that he taught them according to scripture, right? He says, then the God of peace will be with you. There are a lot of people that suffer from anxiety and depression. We know that depression is real. Anxiety is real. And the one way, the only way that we can really have peace is to focus on him and to think above and to get into the word, to know what the word says, to read the word, to study the word, be part of the word because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever we put in is going to come out. Therefore, we need to have a filter on everything that we watch and everything that we listen to. In fact, here's our our two points today. If you want to fix your thoughts, here's what you got to do. You got to guard what you listen to, and you got to guard what you watch. That's it. Those two things. If you want to have peace, you want to have mental health, right? You want to be strong mentally, and you want to have the the peace of God, and you want to fix your thoughts, then you need to guard what you watch and what you listen to. That's it. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Whatever we fill ourselves with, it's going to come out. Not only are we going to speak it, but we're going we're to act it out. So we definitely need a Philippians 4.8 filter in our life. All right? This is so before we, um, man, open up Spotify and do our playlist, or if you're like me, your iTunes, music, we definitely need a filter. And that filter is Philippians 4.8. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is honorable, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy, whatever is right, think upon those things. Our life will be, we will be so much more healthier emotionally and spiritually if we will use this Philippians 4-8 filter in everything that we do. You know, I'm just, I'm just blown away by when I just, when I open up iTunes, and I just look at the top songs, most of the the top 20 albums, I'm like like 80% of them, they have that little warning that there is explicit language in those songs. Lots of profanity, all right? We won't have the peace of God, and we won't control our thoughts if we don't put a filter on what we listen to. All right. And I'm not trying to throw a bunch of rules out and say don't do this and don't do that. But the reality is, I mean, our 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 culture's it's jacked up. We're messed up. Not many people have, have that piece. Because we just listen to and watch whatever we want. We need a filter. And that filter is in the word and it's Philippians 4, what is true, noble, right? What, what you're listening to, I mean, is it is it edifying your spirit? Is it building you up or is it degrading to women? Is it degrading to police officers? Is it full of profanity? I mean, I I, I love comedy. I love to laugh. But um, I'm not gonna watch a movie that has 270 F-bombs in it just so I can laugh. It's not worth it to me because I'm putting crap inside of me and it's gonna come out some way or another. So I need a filter in my life. And I'm not trying to make you feel bad about what you watch and what you listen to, but if you truly want peace of mind, you wanna fix your thoughts, and you're a follower of Jesus, then it's vital to guard your heart. It's vital to guard what you watch with your eyes. It's vital to guard what what you listen to, you know? Um, I remember years ago going to to watch a stand-up comedian and he was so vulgar and profane that within 15 minutes I walked out. I don't care what money I paid. I'm not going to sit there and listen to that. It's not worth it to me. In fact, I think if if the only way a comedian can make a room full of drunk people laugh is to use profanity, then you're what you're not funny. No you, you know what anybody can do anybody can do that. All right, I like, I just, I love comedians like Kevin James, somebody who's clean, somebody who's funny, who doesn't have to use profanity and and garbage, who can talk and joke about real life, right? So we need that Philippians 4, 8 filter. So whatever you're binging on Netflix right now, all right, when you're sitting watching, you know, Hulu or Sling TV or whatever, wherever it is, you know, um, Again, ask yourself this question: Is this going to is this going to build me up? Is this going to help me? All right, is this going to contribute to my emotional well-being? What did Paul say? Whatever is true, whatever is noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy, think upon those things. That won't be the last time I say it in this podcast. Right? We have got to do that. Here's what the Apostle Paul also says in Romans chapter 12, verse two: Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. All right, don't follow this world right off the cliff. Get into the word of God. As a follower of Jesus, you need a biblical worldview, not a, not a worldly worldview, not a secular worldview. Why? Because this is not our home. We need to set our sights above. That's what Paul said. Think upon heaven, not of things that earth. Don't copy the behaviors and the customs of this world but let God transform you into a new person. How? Here's what he says. By changing the way you think. This isn't rocket science, but it's liberating. This will set you free. I know some of you watching right now, that you need, this is a divine appointment. Because you've got to desperately change the way you think. We've got to renew our mind and don't copy the behavior and customs of the world. It doesn't matter who's saying it, it doesn't matter how popular its it don't it doesn't matter how many celebrities are embracing it. If it is bad, throw it out. If it contradicts scripture, throw it out. Don't embrace it. Guard your heart. Guard what you listen to. Guard what you watch. Guard your eyes and your ears. Not get caught up on copying all the customs of this world. We can change culture by culture by renewing our mind. God will transform you. All right. You don't have to change anything when you come to Jesus, but He will change you. He will change you through His Word. Let God transform you into a new person. Some of you desperately, you just want to be a new person. You don't like, you don't like the current you. You don't like the old version of you. You're ready for something brand new. How can you change? How can you transform into something that you like? It's by allowing God to do it. And you do it by changing the way that you think, then you will learn to know God's will. So if you're stuck at a crossroads and you're like, I don't even know what is up, what's down, what's right, what's wrong. I don't know which direction I'm supposed to go. Um, And I'm contemplating um, an important decision in my life. I don't know what God's will is. It's not that difficult. Get into the word, right? Get into the word, whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy. Think upon those things. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. How do we do this? By feeding ourselves the Word of God, being intentional about reading the Bible. you don't know where to start, go through John. At our church just a few weeks ago, we finished a series called Jesus Walk where we looked at the eyes of Christ through the eyes of John. Take some time to read the Word, read about Jesus. Go through the New Testament. The Apostle Paul wrote 14 books in the New Testament, 14 or 18, I don't even remember now, but he did it after he had an encounter with Jesus. He had to change the way that he thought. He moved from being a persecutor of the church to being a pastor of the church, to being a church planter. He had to change the way that he thought. We've got to do the same thing. Read the word, meditate the word. David said this in Psalms 119 verse 11, I have hidden your word in my heart. Why? So I don't sin. So I don't mess up. So I don't blow it. David knew what you put in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. Therefore, we need to hide the word in our heart. It's like a flashlight, right? It's like that lamp that will light up and illuminate the path in front of you so you will know what direction you're supposed to, to go in. It all comes down to what? guard what you listen to guard what you watch use Philippians 4:8 as a filter before you listen to music before you watch television or or movies we want to watch things that are going to edify us that are going to build us up that are going to make us stronger that are going to make us healthier that are going to help us all right and it's okay to I mean there's some stuff that's just it's just fun and you're just laughing and it's not bad I mean, hey that's still edifying right it's good to laugh um God's the one who gave us the ability to express our our emotions and to be able to laugh. In fact, the word says in Proverbs that laughter is a a good medicine. So I'm not saying that everything we listen to and everything we watch has to be scripture. All right. But if it is filled with profanity and things that contradict scripture, that's the kind of stuff we need to get rid of. We need to try to eliminate those things from our life. Because Colossians 3.10 says, put on your new... Nature, Second Corinthians five seventeen says, "If anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. The way we used to live, it's gone. Right? He makes us new. So put on your new nature and be renewed as you as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. All right? So if you feel like man, you're being just drugged down. In fact, um, let me read you these lyrics. There's a song years ago by a band called Mastodon. This song's called Taken Down Below. This is the chorus. I hear voices in the night. I look around, but there's nothing in sight. I'm being taken down below. They're saying, follow me. Why don't you follow me? I'm being taken down below. If we don't win the battle up here, we're going down. We're going to crash and burn. We're not going to have peace. Our life's going to be kind of a train wreck. So let's use Philippians 4.8 as a filter. And let me wrap up this podcast by reading some more words of Paul in Ephesians chapter four, verse 22. He says, throw off your old sinful nature. Throw off your former way of life. We're not gonna live like we used to. We're allowing God to change us into a new person by changing the way we think. We do that by renewing our mind with the word, because our former way of life was corrupted with lust and deception. So let's let the spirit renew our thoughts and attitudes. That's what he says. He says, put on a new nature, created to be like God, not letting sin control us, not letting anger control us, because anger gives the enemy a foothold. So are we watching and listening to things that are causing us to be angry, right? Again, this is why we need this filter. He says, don't use foul or abusive language. So if we shouldn't use foul or abusive language, we shouldn't listen to, lis- listen to music and watch movies that are completely filled with foul and abusive language. Why? Because what we put in, it's going to come out. He says, don't bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way that you live." He says, get rid of bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, slander, and all types of evil behavior, and instead, be kind, be tender-hearted, be forgiving. Do what Philippians 4.8 says, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, anything that is excellent or worthy of praise, think upon those things. That's how you fix your thoughts. That'll do it for today, episode 130. I'm Chuck Tate of 41 Strong. Thank my producer, Mike Sable. I look forward to seeing you next week. Don't forget, go to youtube.com slash Chuck E. Tate. In the right-hand corner, click on that subscribe button and enjoy some of the fun videos I made. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.